today at 10, we have a special guest on the show, and we are going to call him right now. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Now I can hear you. Okay. Um, so, tell us about yourself, you know? Yeah. Uh, hi, my name is Slash5, or my real name is Sean Xavier Sapp Jr., and I'm a... Uh, NSFW artist. I'm a person who draws stuff that's not safe for work, and that is safe for work. I'm also the entrepreneur and creator of the comic book company Dura Comics, and I'm currently the creator of a multiverse dimension called the Spinelverse. Now, um, let's talk about Gur Comics for a second. Um, what what was the idea behind that? Well, the idea behind that was wasn't really an idea. It was there was one idea though where um I had the idea so like if it ever happens it might happen if SpongeBob SquarePants ever got canceled so I wanted to be the one to reboot it and start starting it from fresh but like give it a different purpose and meaning to what the character should have been about I've watched a lot of SpongeBob back in my day and one of those one of those things that got me the interest. The idea that SpongeBob should be more of the serious and realistic side is the whole um the whole movie. You remember the SpongeBob movie, right? That came out I think 2004 or 2005. I believe so. Yeah. So in that movie, uh, SpongeBob goes on an adventure to go save the Kitty Bottom, and basically he doesn't get the credit for it. So the thing is, is that a lot of people see SpongeBob as a joke, but I don't think I don't think he's a joke. I think he has purpose and what it takes to be a seriously taking care of our character. So are you questioning the um the character development of SpongeBob and how it's it's never the same? Oh no, I'm not questioning anything. No, it's not that. It's just no. I'm not questioning anything. They do Steven Hillenburg, the creator, does an amazing job. He knows what he was doing. And plus he's also a, he was also a marine biologist. So he knows what he's talking about, and he knows what he was creating. I just love cartoons so much that I have like all these fan ideas that I feel like should be officially a thing, and should we just combine them the one? Because I, I feel like the idea of crossovers, a crossover is the best thing to happen to anybody in the world of cartoons, especially if you're a fan of it. If you're a fan of it, you already know that's cool. You have many things in your head. Oh, this is canon. Oh, this is related to the story. Wow, I did not know Steven Universe's uncle was literally both an uncle and a grandpa, which is literally a whole episode about it. So, I had the idea to create the ultimate crossover, and not just a crossover movie, because most crossovers is either one episode, a special event, or a movie. Now, I want to make this, like, I had this idea of a crossover, a series that will last on forever. Not just canceled because of its fourth season, which is the reference to all drawn together. It had five seasons, and it was canceled and never got a sixth season. And it was a really good show. It was uh, it aired in 1989 and got canceled in 2003 on Comedy Central. It was a, it was a good crossover, but um, it was crossovers of the creators' own ideas of like it was like basically a knockoff Betty Boop a knockoff Spongebob, a knockoff Superman. They were knockoff characters of basically everything that was popular during 1990. And they put them in a reality show. And what I liked about that is that that's a crossover. And it, and it actually wasn't like a one-time thing. This thing had four seasons. 
They had four seasons. And I just wanted to know why why would you end something so great and compassionate? Like it's so amazing. Definitely, definitely. So your goal is to make, you know, kind of like bring stuff that you think that would would be cool to the the entire fan base type of thing. Well, hmm. SpongeBob is so I had SpongeBob as the idea to start off the costume. The idea for SpongeBob was basically like I said, it's a reboot. It's going to be a reboot and a retelling of a different story of SpongeBob, and plus it takes place in another dimension. So it would be where we confirm canon. This was a real thing that does not take place in the same universe. As the original SpongeBob SquarePants, this is a different SpongeBob who wants to be meant for a different meaning. SpongeBob would be the—he's the basically the Trojan horse that will start the series and make the crossover longer, because this, because it starts off about him, which that would be called SpongeBob Zero the Hero, which is a story about finding himself and the truth of who she, of what she, of what he should become besides being considered a joke. To like everybody, because everyone knows him as a joke. You know him as a joke, right? Yeah, everyone definitely. Knows him as a joke. That's what SpongeBob is known for. He's known for a joke. So I thought to myself, why not turn the tables? Instead of not just knowing him for a joke, also known for like one of the greatest serious characters of all time. So I've had this idea ever since I was nine. I still have the idea now, and I'm 20 years old now, and I have like. Papers, papers. I have a horde load of papers of drawings. I just finished a whole encyclopedia that I just drew up of its whole timeline of how it would go down and stuff. So, like I was saying, what up, Zero Hero would be the main start point of this crossover if it actually becomes a thing, because it starts off with this starts with little characters. It will start off with SpongeBob, then you have Raven. Teen Titans Go, but with a different design. You're stealth up from the game Skylanders. Because, like, they're basically not doing it with Skylanders, so why not use one of the characters? Then you could just, then I could add Sonic and Finn, and that's how it goes in. And then there's like a whole story plot of how they got here, what are they doing in this dimension, what is their purpose of being inside this show. And that's another thing. The show is not really about Spider-Man, it's about multiple characters finding their true purpose. And what they want to become, or what they want to do, instead of just being known for the one thing they are. Sonic is known for the fastest thing alive. Well, not really, because there's a lot of debate. The biggest debate now, if you bring up in the world of comic books, is Sonic versus the Flash, and that debate goes on hours and hours and hours without an answer. Apparently. So I don't know. I don't know if you got CBS or Paramount Studios listening, but if you are listening, you need to do some type of. Paramount, can you do you think you can do some type of like, like hints or something for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 before it comes out, proving that Sonic can beat Flash or something? I don't know. Just the, the debate has to end basically. It's a long debate that's been going around ever since I guess when Sonic was born and Flash was made. I don't know. It's a long conversation. It's a very long conversation about that. Anyway, so it's not just about SpongeBob. It's about multiple other characters. Cause like I'm also just putting things in there as well that are like either canceled or either good actual. So like like um Foster's home of imaginary friends type of thing. Um yeah, but like I would introduce them slowly because if you introduce them quickly, people will recognize them, like as like you. Are you a fan of the show? Because I'm a big fan of Foster's imaginary friends. I watched I mean, it I a lot as a kid. I that was my childhood. So yes, I loved it. <laughs> 
Exactly. So if you watched it, like, let's say it was, I, I, let's say I make this series right now, and in like the first second, first and second season, I already put these characters in here. People's gonna recognize it, and, and when people recognize it, you have people who worked on it will recognize it and come to sue you. The plan is to start very, like, very take our time. I, I actually call it Operation Snail Pace because like, you're taking your very long time to introduce these characters, and that will also build up hype for fans who become fans of the series. Because fans will be demanding more, and will be demanding, oh, when are we gonna get this? When is this gonna become canon? How is this actually gonna be possible? Like, I, I've been waiting for like three years for information about this. Come on, man. So similar, so so you want to introduce them, similar to how um, um, they introduce Smash characters in a sense, not directly comparing it, but so, yeah, sort of like that. Just like Smash. Actually, you're right, actually, just like Smash Ultimate. Nowadays, when you have Smash Ultimate, especially with COVID-19 out there, the creator, Masahiro Sakurai, has been taking his very, 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 very precious time on well, choosing the next Smash Fighter. And apparently, the next Smash Fighter might break the internet again. No one expected to see Steve from Minecraft literally make it to the game. That was... That was big, actually. Yeah, how do you feel about that exactly? Like, how do you think Microsoft definitely... Microsoft gave him the rights and everything to do that. How do you feel about that? I mean, like, Microsoft? I mean, like... So the thing is, with Steve and also Banjo... Banjo's a Microsoft rep. Um, them both being in Smash actually has, like, a... It's a shout-out from Xbox. It's a sign, also, that Xbox is really... It's, it's really failing... And it's failing badly than ever. And like, their Microsoft's, like, because I know Microsoft, they make computers, but like, they're like in their, in their area of gaming, they're really sucky over there because like, they're not really making record breaking sales like they are. Or I don't know if they did. When they first made the Xbox, the Xbox came around the time the PlayStation 2 was just announced. No, the PlayStation 3 was just announced, I think. And the Wii came out. No one was looking to buy an Xbox. No one no one cared about it because it's Xbox. And honestly, as a fan and as someone who's actually worked in these consoles, I have a job now where I clean, fix, or set up consoles. And I know that after, after setting up 79 different Xbox consoles, including the Xbox Series X, it always requires internet. I just got the PlayStation 5 two weeks ago. And the PlayStation 5, I don't need internet to set it up if I wanted to. Yeah, actually, I can literally just skip that option and just do it later. The same thing with the Nintendo Switch. You can turn that on. And the thing is about the Switch right now, it's another thing. The Switch right now is making more money than Xbox. The point is, is that Xbox, they're desperately trying to make Microsoft's genre area in gaming actually stand out for something. I remember back then when they went to go Nintendo, Nintendo, and they wanted to buy a merger with Nintendo. Microsoft literally laughed at them. And the thing is about Microsoft, they're actually a joke. They're a joke to the gaming society. They're not, they don't have any IPs. They're sitting here desperately, they're desperately right now trying to hang on to trying to be considered one of the best gaming companies. But let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. Because if we're gonna talk about IPs, Google just stopped making video games for the Stadia platform. Um, this is just coming in. Now, the Google Stadia platform is known uh, for as a, being a failure. How do you feel about you know the, the Google Stadia platform? I think it was a failure, but you know. Well, how I, feel, how I feel is that yes, it is a failure. And two, 
I feel like companies should not just like hop on the trend and wagon. You know, gaming is getting big right now. It's literally now a sport. That's the only reason why other companies is trying to get, they're trying to butt in and make stuff like Google. Google, Google. There, I bet you there, there's a whole bunch of smart people over there who worked there and was like, hmm. Actually, I we just noticed that gaming somehow just became super popular. Let's join in there and make our own console and stuff. And the thing is about Stadia, it's not even a console. I've actually had Stadia before, and it's not a console. It's an application that you use in your smartphone or other de mobile device, and that's it. You know what else you get though? You can just get a controller. There is no console for Stadia, and that's what the problem is. It's streaming. It's streaming. No one wants to stream, play a game constantly on Wi-Fi, and that's that's the thing too. Everyone is at home. When COVID came out, everyone was at home, and no one wanted to be like constantly sitting in front of a screen. That's why the Nintendo Switch out here is dominating. Because the Switch solves literally everyone's problems, especially during COVID. Ever since the Nintendo Switch release date of 2017, 2017, remember this then? Because I, I know you also have a Switch too, right? I know you have a Switch. Yeah, I have. Are you doing anymore? Yeah. Give me one second, one second. Okay, and we're back, sorry. Um, What were you saying? Okay, so I was talking about, um, you know the Nintendo Switch, right? Yeah, I have, I have I, one. I, I, yeah. Yeah, did you get yours on day one when it came out? Yeah, mine's was, mine was day one. Mine was day one. Well, it wasn't exactly day one, but it was over in 2017, yeah. It took me three years after they announced it, and I bought it on day one. So the Nintendo Switch, it's, it's the perfect console. I don't know why no one is doing what Nintendo was doing. If they were doing what Nintendo was doing, I bet you they'd make more, more money right now. PS5, let alone? It's still being beat by the Nintendo Switch. That's how you know the Nintendo Switch is the best console. A lot of people say it's not because the PlayStation 5 came out because of the graphics. Don't think about the graphics and the power each console is very set for a minute. Think about the concept of what the situation is going on right now. We, everyone actually, everyone around the world is inside their homes. They cannot leave only for essentials and a lot of people cannot be around each other because of six feet distances and you have to wear a mask and the thing is about the switch the switch basically i don't want to say this but i think i think the switch basically predicted this the switch is the console that everyone has been requesting for you know how i know this because even though i work in clean consoles i work in a console i work in a i work in a shop where they also sell consoles and the most requested thing we always get included in gamestop is Oh, do you have a Nintendo Switch? No one is asking for a PS5. No one is asking for an Xbox Series X. They want the Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch has delivered something that not Sony or Xbox can do. Sony and Xbox's consoles, they're powerful, they're next gen, yeah. But the problem is, is that these are consoles built to stay at home. The Switch is not a console that you could just stay at home all day indoors and play your games. You can literally take any game on the go, or almost any game. The problem with the Switch, that the reason why people don't think the Switch is superior is because one, Nintendo are selfish about their IPs, and two, the screen graphics for the Nintendo Switch is very poorly, and three, a lot of people is hoping that Nintendo makes a Switch Pro this year, or somewhere around the line. Because Nintendo fans, and including me, is somehow scared that we might actually lose the console war. But what they don't know is we're already winning the console war. A lot of people is requesting for this console. 
So I don't know why it's a big problem. I don't know why it's up for debate to see which console is better. Nintendo has already proved it. After, after, hold on, 2017, 2016, 20, no, no, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. Five years prior to its release date, it has made a whole bunch of skyrocketing sales. It just sold more consoles than the PS5 right now. And the reason why PS5, another thing about the PS5 is that it's so powerful than Xbox that staplers are worth to charge people an extra thousand dollars. And I hate those guys, the staplers. The staplers are disgusting. They're, they're pathetic. Did you see the IGN video where um, they actually made $43 million? Um, no, I have not. Um, but can you um, explain what staplers mean? Staplers are these people who will buy a whole, a whole stock of that console or that thing. Like, let's, it's trending. Let's say it's a trended selfie stick. They will buy the whole stock of those selfie sticks. And even though it's cost like, I don't know, like $5, they will drive up the price so people will buy it. That's what people is doing right now with the PS5s. They're buying a whole bunch of old PS5s and that's why it's hard for people to get a PS5. I, I, I spent like, I think months trying to get p5 and i saved a lot of money and it took me until next week to get one and i was then mad people was mad at me because it turns out that i bought the last one when i went to target i bought the last console and a lot of people were frustrated at me it was like come on man like come on like and the lines are long too because of the whole social distance and stuff and i get it everyone has to be home and you want something to be powerful but it, I, this is my suggestion to you the crowd out there this is my suggestion you want a console fine you want to spend five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars on somebody you don't even know that's a scap that could be a scapular charging a thousand dollars or something that's not even a thousand so it's five hundred dollars by the way for the ps5 for or physical vision i actually got the physical version and that was very tough to get that was very tough to get i've actually traveled to 30 targets on foot yeah i love walking so much that i will go on foot even if my feet starts killing me, even if my shoes are breaking down to find that console, I was not willing to give up. And that's what everyone is basically doing right now. And that's why, and that's another reason why. The scapulars are also the reason why then Sony is not making the money that they're supposed to be making. Them. Because like, they're not making a lot of money because those scapulars are sitting there they're taking the money yes they're taking money directly the the money that's supposed to be profiting towards sony and the game developers those are being taken by um scaplers staplers exactly i just heard that scap i just got an update that scaplers are no longer trying to sell the xbox they're selling the p5s because no one wants a goddamn xbox that that's very true i mean like it's so unwieldy i mean the ps5 is looks also unwieldy but if you've whole held the newest xbox in your hand which i have it is very unwieldy to, to the point where you don't even want to pick it up out of the store it's just like it's so unwieldy i mean like honestly the controllers are perfect for like shooting games I've, i have i have the 8-bit dough for my switch and i have like a variety of uh three used controllers i bought from a, a goodwill which is Xbox One and Xbox One S's controllers. And they're actually very good to use in the Switch. They're a perfect pro controller. But I will not put Xbox games. That's true because Xbox only has one IP and that's Halo. 
and that's been delayed and that's one of the reasons why people is not buying it people wanted to buy it because it was supposed to be a release on the same day the console came out but the bad news for xbox players is that it got delayed and it even got delayed again because they don't want to have the same mistakes with cyberpunk 2077 and a lot of people are mad right now for those who bought the xbox series x and basically wait do you know who's in charge of microsoft um, at the moment, no, I do not. I'll um, I'll check it out though. Because I hear, I hear. I mean, not Microsoft. I mean, the Xbox division. Like, um. who, who's like in charge of that? I've heard, I've heard the name Phil Spencer a lot. Hold on a second. You don't mind if I ask Google that question? Yeah, no, I do He's not. Right here. Hey, Google. Thank you, Phil Spencer. Yeah, Phil Spencer. I've gotten the same response here. Phil Spencer, I'm not... All right, this is a message to you. Just letting you know. I'm not disrespecting you. I'm not dissing you. You're a great guy. I understand. But you got to know something. I understand. You're you're still trying to get out. But Xbox is failing. You're failing in the gaming league, Phil. You're failing in the gaming league. You need to stop it. You're You're not getting all the hope and support for Sony and Xboxes. And just because you bought Bethesda doesn't mean you have board and one IP now. No, that's not how it works. Because you might buy them, yes, but they're still the owners of those those IPs. Bethesda still owns Doom. You do not. You still have Halo under your belt, and that's where you messed up. And this is how you know Microsoft has been desperate. They've been desperate ever since day one they created the Xbox. They tried to go to Nintendo. Nintendo laughed at them. They actually tried to go to Sony. Sony, they, now the thing is about Sony, in both the movie and gaming industry, they know when someone is trying to charge them. Alright, so do you remember the 2018 Spider-Man deal where, where Disney was trying to buy Sony? But Sony said no because they knew exactly what was going to happen if Disney bought Sony. Because you know how Disney works. Disney... They have a Trojan horse method, and it really pisses me off. They've done this. This is how they own their properties. Pixar. Pixar. They helped make. They helped Disney make Toy Story, and they bought them. And they made future movies, which they make one movie for it, and it takes them 14 years. Incredibles 2. I'm looking at you because you took 14 years to make a goddamn sequel. I'm looking at you, Incredibles 2. I'm looking right at you, Marvel. They used one of the directors who worked for Disney, who worked on Iron Man, and that's how they bought Marvel. Because they seen that Marvel was being successful. When Disney sees sees something successful, Mickey Mouse, hold on, hold on. When Disney sees something successful, Mickey Mouse will come into those businesses' doors, kick it down, and demand a merger. He's done this ever since up until Fox. He's failed Sony because Sony knows them. Sony is like, no, if you buy us, if you want to do a merger, we already know you're going to own our consoles, you're going to own our games, you're going to, and the thing is too, that Disney was not paying the money, so instead, Sony was like, you can let them into the MCU until phase four is done. Now, another thing about that is that when are we getting the Spider-Man 3 trailer, honestly, because I'm a big Spider-Man fan, and they've been saying ever since back in last year that in December 31st, we was going to get a trailer. We still haven't got a trailer yet. Yeah, I feel like the reveals take the longest amount of time, especially for like, like, I feel like they put so much hype around it, 
and either they make the trailer really bad or they just show it too late. You know, like, especially during a live stream, like, you're supposed to put the game, the most anticipated, most hyped up games in the front. And I feel like, especially, Nintendo has pretty much, pretty much, I use that term lightly, um, mastered. I'm sorry? Let me interrupt you. I do not want to forget this. I'm sorry. So, Nintendo and Sony, they have a scheme, but it's not a bad scheme. Nintendo and Sony, this is what they do they do a live stream of their most powerful or next gen console, whatever. And you already know they did this. They did this when the Switch Direct. When the Switch came out, they saved Zelda for last. They saved Smash for last. They've done this in all of their Nintendo Directs. Sony, they saved Spider-Man Miles Morales for last when the PS5 came out. You remember that? Yeah, I do. And that's what hyped up fans because they know they know the rules. Save the best for last. You ever heard of that? Yep. You save the best for last. Hold on a second. So Nintendo and Sony, they know game. But the thing is, is that you got to also know about Sony. Sony is technically a scumbag because remember when Nintendo, this, this is the thing about Sony. Sony, they know better. And, but they, they were kind of scumbag when they made the PlayStation. If you know the PlayStation, the PlayStation is basically both Nintendo's and Sony's prototype. And Sony was like, no, they started disagreeing with Nintendo and they were being a scumbag and they stole the console. And they made it their own. They made it their own. They made it their own. Yep. I mean, like, and the thing is, too, people think the console war revolves around all three companies. Nintendo, Microsoft, and PlayStation. But they, what they don't realize is that Nintendo doesn't care about the console. Because they know they've won. Yeah, Nintendo has proved to be on top. I think the one time that they they slacked off was when they had um when this when Sega had came out with the Genesis, and um I believe it was the Genesis. I forgot, and we had this stinking GameCube, and no one wanted that shit. It looked it looked just like a square box. Uh, just like an Xbox, um, it looked like just like a square box, and no one wanted it. So then Sega overtook it. But then Nintendo came right back on top of the Nintendo Wii. Right back on top. Exactly. And the Wii, the Wii is proof that they've actually succeeded. Remember when the Wii came out, everyone wanted that. The Wii was the next gen. It, it, it made more money than PlayStation 3, whatever. And the thing is about PlayStation, even though they made full release consoles, it takes them time. It takes them a long time to beat the scores. Nintendo, they're skyrocketing right now. They're skyrocketing. I want to talk about the GameStop stocks. Did you hear about that? Where GameStop stocks, the business that was literally about to go out of business, just somehow just got gained more business because of their stocks went up. Their yeah, I don't know how that. I really don't know how that works. To be honest, I don't really know too much about Wall Street, but I do know that like it was trending on Twitter for quite a while, especially with yeah. the Reddit situation and all that. I'm sitting here like, why is Reddit trending on Twitter? It's weird. Apparently, there were some um, there's some theories. The reason why it was because of one, a lot of people was buying PS5s. <laughs> Two, it could be because it could be, it could also because of the Nintendo Switch as well, and it, it, it might be because of the skyrocketing of next gen games. Because remember, everyone is at home, so it makes it might be the reason why. Because Nintendo is, uh, I mean, GameStop is getting all those stocks is because people are rapidly going to GameStop buy consoles. They're spending more money 
back on games now. And before COVID, no one wanted to buy video games. They thought video games was a joke. But because of COVID, some people think COVID is a nightmare. But this is a miracle for us gamers. We could sit indoors and now with gaming being a sport, you could be no more than just like, than ever now. Because everyone's constantly online. Kids go to school online, which is kind of ridiculous. Um, I also think that um, the reason why um, GameStop is also doing better is because behind the scenes, we have Reggie Fizeme, you know, the guy that was running for, running, um, the guy that was behind Nintendo during its greatest time, really, during the DS, during the Wii, they, it, Reggie Fizeme is literally a shareholder and he's on the board of directors, and that type of leadership, that type of you know, that, that he's an actual gamer who played games and developed games, you know, so he would be, he he's the best person to lead that company. I think he's also a contributing factor to this, um, to this, um, this uptake in stock. Exactly, exactly, exactly. See, Nintendo, they have a shareholder. I don't think Sony or freaking, I, I don't even think Xbox even has that. Remember, I remember when the Xbox One came out. It wasn't even going to be for gaming. It was literally going to be watching movies. And that's what upset people. That's why Xbox One almost flopped. Well, it still flopped. Because when the PS4 came out, it was a complete gaming console. It wasn't just for movies. Because that's what pissed me. I remember that? Remember when Xbox One came out? Yep. They were talking about it was going to be for movies. Because cause everyone was... every the, oh, Back then, the trend was all streaming. Everyone was streaming. That's why you ne always needed a connection in the beginning to use Xbox. Because... You still need it. You still need you it. You still need it to this day? See, I don't play Xbox. So I don't know that. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the annoying thing. No one wants to be connected to the internet just to play a game. They want to just play the game. That's what Nintendo on PlayStation is about. They know people and their fans just want to play the game. What honestly pisses me off... The, I'm sorry. What honestly pisses me off about... Xbox is the updates. There's nothing be even changing in Xbox system software. Xbox system software is really based off of Windows 10. It's based off of the um, the one core whatever thing, and but so there's no reason why s Xbox system updates, which really do nothing should take all that time. I I remember one time staying up all day just waiting for the Xbox to update. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I remember, I actually, uh, you and I, we actually lived with each other the whole time on a campus, and I actually had a job in a recreation, and you could actually tell the, you could tell the people, what, what did people request more? What did people request more? The PlayStation, matter of fact, the lines for PlayStation were much longer than the ones for the Xbox. Yeah, like, no one literally, no one actually didn't even touch the consoles. And then when I suggested to Joe Mott, the head of recreation, about the Nintendo Switch, because he's seen how powerful that is, a lot of people started hopping on that as well. No one wanted the Xbox because the Xbox always had complications. Now, if Microsoft, Phil Spencer themselves, actually came there to go literally, like, imagine they just visit, imagine Phil, he visits the campus, and he sees kids only playing PlayStation 4s, PlayStation 5s, and Nintendo Switches. He doesn't see a single Xbox console because he'll see right there that one, no one on their campus is gonna touch an Xbox 
because of that bullcrap internet connection. Out of a hundred children, out of a hundred children, not a single one is gonna touch Xbox. Yeah, I mean, like you might see a few people, but that's it. And then he, and then two, Phil realized that, my God, we're actually a joke. We're, we're a joke. If this if this is over a hundred kids not touching an Xbox, then that means that's how it is in real life as well. And the thing is too, I don't know Microsoft, but it might, I think it was. Hold on a second. Hey Google, who was in charge of Microsoft? Yeah, whoever that is. I don't know if you heard the name, Miss Miss Della, Miss Danella. Whoever, whoever actually, whoever is in charge of Microsoft, you need to know something. You're losing money off of Xbox. You need to either one terminate Xbox or two discontinue it because you're not making any money out of it. I mean, you might be making money on the PCs. I mean, like that's what you are. That's the thing I don't get about companies. Stick to what you are good at. Microsoft, you make PCs. That's it. That's it. Give up on Xbox and just make PCs. No one cares about your Xbox consoles. They're garbage. No one wants one. And the thing is, series X. They're talking about PlayStation Five. Or Nintendo Switch. No one is requesting your console. Okay? That's all I gotta say. Now, another another thing is... Another idea I was thinking is that... For the people who have Windows 10... Since Windows 10 is based off of a... Um, based off of the same thing that Xbox... And vice versa... Do you think that they should... Build, like, kind of, like... Integrate Xbox system software... Into there? Like, so far, they already have the Xbox Game Bar... And the Game Pass already... Put in into, um... Um, Windows 10. But do you think they should bundle it together... Into a PC... As opposed to creating an entire dedicated console? Honestly, no. I think they should just eradicate... Terminate and discontinue Xbox immediately. Altogether? Yeah, because remember... The thing is about, I've actually had a computer and I actually had that. In order for you to play Xbox games on your computer, you require a console, that expensive Xbox Game Pass, but they dropped it down the free because that was a big mistake Microsoft sat there and did for no stupid reason, thinking it was a good idea. And which is another reason why people don't want to buy an Xbox, because apparently, that's another thing too, and if you want to play any of the games, you need Game Pass to play on a PC. It's not like you got an Xbox console and you don't need Game Pass because you have the disc, you have the disc to it. No, you need Game Pass, and no one wants to sit there. I, I mean, like maybe one of those those popular streamers, but no one in general wants to sit there and pay whatever expensive price tag it is for Xbox Series because no one wants to do all that. If, if, like, they could just, like, the only thing you could play on there, maybe, is, is freaking Fortnite. But you have to have a very, very powerful PC, apparently, to run a game that is literally designed for kids. And looks like something for, looks like something out of a cartoon. Yeah, it should, oh. it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you can continue. Sorry, I just, I just, you can continue. Um, uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a, that's a very, um, interesting point. Now, EA, you know, you, um, we all are familiar with the EA, um, controversy. Um, EA is bringing up, bringing back NCAA, um, NCAA, a football video game. Uh, you know, I don't really, I really don't think, I think EA should just cancel a lot of, a lot of their franchises. I mean, I'm talking about like E, um, 2K. We could keep that. Right, yeah, like especially sports games. But like, like keep the sports games. Yeah. 
I'm sorry? Sports games and WWE is is it's it's now a cliche. It was big at the time because a lot of people apparently a lot of people, I guess whoever's making these games, still think that everyone is born from nineteen seventy four, where uh WF is still a thing. But no. And plus wrestling actually wrestling I've heard rumors that wrestling might be actually dying out. Because apparently a lot of wrestlers have either quit or lost their jobs because of COVID or decided to become an actor. Yeah, res- no, wrestling has definitely um has definitely um definitely died out in a sense. It's very it's a very dying sport to be honest. Especially with people yeah. now realizing that it's it's mainly staged and some of it is fake. Um a lot of people are starting to say, wait, so why am I paying all these extra channels to watch it? Or why am I buying all their merchandise if it's all staged, if it's all a game, you because know what I'm saying? That's how it is. That's how it is with wrestling. Everything is a lie. And the thing is, too, that the thing is, the sports game is not even making that much money either. I don't know why people would just sit there and spend hours on 2K, but the game must be very amazing. As we said with the PS4, that's the reason why people were playing PS4 at Recreation. Am I right or am I not right? No, you're totally right. That and Madden. They didn't request Ratchet and Clank. They didn't request Spider-Man. They didn't definitely request freaking Little Big Planet. No, they wanted 2K... Whatever form of 2K it is, that's what they wanted to play for some reason. No one else is playing those games because everyone wants to play 2K. I don't know what makes 2K, the basketball game, so exciting for these people. I mean, like, it might be because of the fact that... I mean, like, it's definitely... I mean, like, honestly, if they introduce sports games now, during COVID, it would be a great idea. But this is a thing that goes on every day, every year. They release a game every year. And it's so annoying. And then they have these people pay so much extra for like these deluxe editions, which makes no sense, and all of that. And then like, 2K21, after Kobe Bryant died, that was basically their selling point to make a Kobe Bryant edition, which actually had huge backlash. Because a lot of people were mad, a lot of people who were Kobe Bryant fans were mad that 2K used that as an advantage. And and why would you feature Kobe Bryant after he died? Exactly. Like, that's ridiculous. No. You shouldn't be using a dead basketball player. Honestly, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell everybody who's reading and recording. I'm not a dickhead. No, I'm not. I don't really like basketball. I'm not saying it because I hate basketball. But I got to be honest. Just think about this, Edwardy. If Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant would still be alive if he wasn't lazy. I understand LA traffic is a lot, but... If he, if he did not take a helicopter, especially with his daughter, he would not be dead right now. Yeah, he definitely. Especially with the, the weather. I'm, I'm hearing that the weather was very bad. And I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that that was a risk in and of itself. I don't know if who, if someone insisted that they go in a helicopter. I, I've definitely, I've been to LA before and the, 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 the um, the traffic is horrendous, but it's. And honestly. I wouldn't trust, especially just he was an inexperienced pilot, as from what I've heard. Um, I would not trust that. I wouldn't. Yes, like that makes no sense. Like, like, and like, remember, remember, oh, I think McCormick died, who died in a helicopter. He was also popular. He died in a helicopter in New York, and they banned helicopters because of that. They banned helicopter travel in New York because of that. But apparently, there's still some new. There's still some helicopters. When you look up in the sky, you can see them. Yep. You can see them and hear them. 
So I don't know why. I don't know why people's not following rules. Apparently, if you was if you did the most laziest thing and you're popular, people will go to your funeral. All those people went to this guy's funeral because he was being lazy. I think that okay. it was less of the fact that it was, I think it was less of the fact that he, he was lazy though and I think it was just because of the fact that he died the way he did though because I feel like um, if someone dro- dies in a tragic accident like a plane crash uh, and especially if they're famous like for example mm-hmm. something similar happened um, in 1997 um, Diana Princess of Wales she was in a car. Her car crashed into car. Her car crashed in Paris. Um, she was being chased by paparazzi. Um, people around the world at the time they were mourning her death. Um, it, it was a it was a national tragedy in Britain and it was a national tragedy in the United States, definitely, and around the world. If she was if she was being chased by paparazzi, they they should be blamed. I don't know why. I'm like I don't understand this. You die in a helicopter crash because you was lazy. She dies in a car crash. It wasn't her fault. It was the paparazzi's fault. Yeah, yeah, but I also think it wasn't their fault that for the plane. I don't think it was the um, Kobe's fault or McCormick's fault for the plane to crash. I think if we're gonna blame people, I think they have every right to use their um, their um, their mode, of, their specific mode of transport, however they I want. I understand. I understand. But if we're gonna blame people, I believe we should blame the the pilots and the the pilots, estate, the family should be um blamed for the tragedy the tragic loss of Kobe Bryant and um McCormick because those those death those you know it wouldn't have happened if they had an experienced pilot um and people are even saying that the pilot of Kobe's plane crashed because he couldn't see so we don't know what could happen they're all dead unfortunately you know what people tell me all the time even the internet says this everyone and the smartest people even say this say this this is the stupidest answer I've ever heard. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I still think it's stupid. And I bet you you hear it a lot. They say airplane travel is the safest way of travel. That's a lie. That is a lie. This year alone, five people lost their lives on an airplane. Five people who are on a football team or soccer team um, died um, because their plane crashed. And the three players and their managers. Let me tell you how it's the safest thing alive. They say that because it has less crashes. The less crashes don't mean nothing. You're over 50,000 feet in the air in the Earth's stratosphere. And that's the safest way to travel. And it depends. A car is, is is way safer than being all the way up there in the air. And it depends on what they count as a crash. What 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 do they count as a crash? Do they talk about landing in the Hudson River and almost dying, or do or do they count? That is definitely a crash to me. I feel like it was an emergency landing, but that should be calculated as a crash because emergency lander landings happen every time, and those can be traumatic. We, I, as as a child, had been on one that had a, um, a an emergency landing, and um, these these things are can be very traumatic for people. That should be that should be an injury of itself, and that should be classified as a crash, in my opinion. It should be, cause like I mean, like people are like that's how, this is how you know some people is naive. How can be? Uh, I don't understand how you can be in an airplane and you think being above fifty thousand feet in the stratosphere is safe when it's not. It's not. It's not. No. It's really not safe. 
because like you're up there in the air, you have nowhere to go. You can't park the plane. You gotta continue be flying. It's not safe. Yeah, it's not at all. Conveniences. Yeah. Like people was wrong about that. It's not safe. And then when I say that, people think I'm stupid. No, I, just I hate that. It's, it's really, it's really, it's a really silly debate, because you're up in the air. Anything could happen in the air, mind you. The air is not a safe place to be. Okay, you're basically up exactly. in space. Okay, gravity is not on your side. If, uh, for example, uh, a bird comes, hits the plane. If one of the electric, uh, one of the electric wires go off. If someone misengineers the plane in any way possible, that plane is at risk to go down from right there up in five thousand feet five fifty thousand feet where everyone thinks it's safe and go right into the ground exactly i've, I've never actually been on a plane before and it's a good thing that i never have been because like i'm gonna be very i'm gonna be very terrified how it is i I'm was gonna go I w- i'm gonna go to another sorry. country or a state i'm gonna drive or take a boat that's what i'm gonna do or i'm just gonna freaking just stay i'm gonna stay where i'm at because i'm not gonna go anywhere Alright, let's let's get into like uh, prediction size. So you know Nostradamus, right? Yeah. The man who created the prophecies. Remember, so recently it was just discovered that he predicted coronavirus, and he also predicted that on February twenty first of this year a zombie apocalypse happened. So what do you what do you got to say about that? What do you think about that? I I, I hold on. Sorry, my computer was bugging out. I um. I do not think that's, um, I, I don't know. I feel like I've also thought about a zombie apocalypse happening, but I do not think, um, at this point in time, I don't think at this point in time it is going to happen. It might happen. Who knows? There's stuff that we don't, we do not know about yet in this world. Um, scientists are yet to find out if aliens exist. I believe aliens exist. Call me, uh, call me crazy all you want. I believe aliens exist. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. The thing is, too, is that aliens are actually real. Like, remember, um, I think 2018 or 2019, the government, after people tried to ransack and raid Area 51, literally put it out there. And was like, yo, aliens are existing. If you see them, you gotta call us up or whatever. Blah blah blah. And people somehow like, I hate that people think that we're the only species alive because like that sounds like you're selfish and you don't care about any other species. So that's that's actually like that's technically basically you're saying that if you go to Mars and just go there and you don't see no life, you're gonna assume there's no life because it's on the surface. How about your dumbass? I'm not, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just saying, like, let's say the person, let's say like, uh, Elon Musk goes to Mars. After he, like, you know, you know, with his SpaceX program, yeah, it's a perfect example because he's trying to send people to the moon. So, I mean, to Mars. So let's say he goes to Mars, he lands on Mars, and like he's he's literally by himself and he checks the surface. Why don't you check what's under the surface? Hmm? Because like they could be living underground. That's true. And let's talk about even outside of our solar system, the universe is such a big place. And there are, um, in the words of Joe Rogan, um, there are infinities, you know, among other infinities. It's, the world in the universe is a massive place. Heck, there could be some living on Earth right now underwater. And we don't know. We don't know. Exactly. 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 Remember the hollow Earth theory? Yeah. A lot of people think it's stupid, but I bet you when another sinkhole happens, 
that's going to be proof because apparently when sinkholes happen it's literally proof that the earth could be hollow because those things happen out of nowhere those things happen out of nowhere I think the I, I think the the sinkhole thing. I'm, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think the world the world is definitely made out of something just like not substantial. That's why the sinkholes. I if I remember correctly, limestone is a big major cause of sinkholes, especially in like places like California and um in like Florida, um, and these places are are huge. You know you know and these limestone deposits are huge. Matter of fact. Um, they're literal rock, literal rock, but they erode away, just like on Niagara Falls, it's not made out of limestone, but it's gonna erode away, and it's gonna become, literally, either just ground, or it's gonna be a, just, it's gonna be a massive sinkhole, and I think it's gonna be a sinkhole, because it's flung right into, um, like Niagara, which is literally a body of water, it's, if it's not gonna become, literally, an entire lake, it's gonna become a sinkhole, that's what I believe. Exactly, the same thing with Antarctica. All that, all that ice melts, and it's going to become water. All that ice melts. And that's why, that's why we need to address, that's why the thing that I'm going to commend um, President Biden for is rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement, um, the same agreement that Trump left. Um, I think that the the, um, climate change and global warming is an issue that all of us as um, citizens of Earth, let's forget about um, countries and and states and provinces, all of us as citizens of Earth should um, at least believe partly in. Um, There have been been many theories that, um, um, uh, what is it, Uh, Antarctica is just going to melt away in maybe a thousand years. Um, some people say 10,000 years. That number is still very daunting. Anything could happen in 1,000 to 10,000 years. It, it's, it's very daunting of a number. Exactly. Did you, did you see the video with the iceberg? Like, there was a video of, like, a side of Antarctica. The ice was melting and water was pouring out. Like, straight up water was pouring out of Antarctica. I, I, this was a video recently, I think, uploaded on the news one month ago. I actually have not seen that. I'll check that out later on, um, because we're running out of time. We have like uh, like seven minutes. Um, we have an hour time slot. But um, yeah, this is this is definitely um, a lot of you know a lot of things that we need to um, discuss here. You know, um, with with um, what you know, and I, I'd be I'd, I'd I'm sorry, I'm stuttering a lot. I'd be very happy to um. Hopefully we can um, talk about this again um, uh, sometime in the future because th- these are some issues that definitely need to be publicized on a massive level, whether it be um, just just how terrible Xbox is doing and how some people just stay loyal to Xbox or how 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 s- terrible, you know, the, the business practices of EA sp- and EA Sports, it, that specific division can be, and um, just how dangerous being on earth can be and just just everything that we've talked about today is definitely um potential for for future episodes um, exactly yo you don't mind you don't you don't mind if i be funny for like the last few minutes yeah you got this uh my western accent i've been playing a lot of red dead redemption lately now here in the south boy now that you know something about them walkers them walkers might be zombies but they like biting yeah, they like biting at you yeah, you gotta get your rifle, your shotgun, your bullets. 
I recommend guns, but a lot of people say you can't use anything that attracts you with sound. Sound is what makes you get you. One bite, and you turn into a wolf. Yeah, I'm an actor, so I don't know if anyone's listening, but if you need an actor, I'm your guy. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> So, oh, do that, do that, con- the, um, the one that you did during the play, the, um, the conductor one, that that one was, <laughs> yeah, the the British one, that one was funny. All right. All aboard, mates. Hello, how are you doing? I'm the conductor. I was wondering if you have your ticket. Ticket, please. Now, mates, um, actually, before we do end that, can we talk about that? Because, like, honestly, being the conductor... In that play was actually I'm, I'm, when we did the Polar Express. I think this was the hardest thing we've ever done. When I when I was in the whole Polar Express, I've been in four other plays. I was in Lion King. I was in this. Fan, I I declare it as a fan made because it was really weird. Uh, 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 what was it? Jack Frost and Elsa. I was Jack Frost, by the way. Yeah, I was Jack Frost, by the way, and the Lion King and Beauty of the Beast. Polar Express, I think, was the hardest thing we've ever done, honestly. I mean, I did a great job at a conductor, but, like, all the actors we had that day, some of them was not really paying attention. It was, I'm not saying that. It was, jerk, exceeding, like, it, was, saying it was very hard because um, I, I played as Santa that um, that evening, and I had been casted for Santa that, that day. Yeah, it was, it was a mess because... Um, Especially uh, if there's anybody that's um, listening that wants to be an actor, please, please, once you get casted, please be dedicated to what you're doing. Because we were in this play back in um, December of 2000 and what, 2019? And yeah, no, it was, uh, I was discharged 2019, 2018. 20, 2018. No, was it? No, I'm pretty sure it was 2019 because I was, you're I right, left. Right, in tw- right, yeah, right. It, yeah, it was 2019 and every, everything was just a mess. Everything was a mess. Everyone was all over the place no one was paying attention and sean will tell you he tried his best to keep everyone on task and um exactly i was like i was like i was the leader of the pack for all four plays i was the leader of the pack because i was the one who was dedicated because the thing is about being in a play especially for me you can literally just be anybody that's the fun thing about being in a play like i I, i'm i'm trying to get into the career of voice now i want to be in a like i want to be an actor because it requires a lot of makeup and I don't want to do all of that. Because the voice acting is basically easy. They have you stand in front of a podium, but you still got to make voices though. That's it was kind of hard. But they say they have you stand in front of a podium with the lines, with a microphone in your head, with a, with a with a Beats headset, you talking in front of the mic with your director telling you what's inside, what you have to say and stuff. And boom, that's that simple. You don't got to sit there and like be attached to strings or all of that or get muscular just because of the camera or some stuff yeah i i feel like va voice acting is definitely a um a very a very interesting i actually wanted to get into voice acting before i realized that my voice is pretty bad um hello everyone this is uh this is actually the end of your boy's stream not mine but his so i'm just here to let you know a reminder of some movies that are coming out um, I highly recommend, if you want to definitely watch movies when they come out the same day, it's HBO Max. HBO Max, they both have both, it will come out the same day, and it will come out on both in theaters and HBO Max. But you don't have to pay extra, and I've been using it lately. I've already seen Wonder Woman 1984, and it's actually very amazing. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. It's not sponsored, by the way. 
So if you if you're out there uh, watching, if you're out there with COVID, I highly recommend you start getting the streaming because I actually I finally watched all of the Flash, and it's very amazing. The guy who plays Flash is perfect. They better not change him. Swear to God. Even though CW makes everything dramatic, uh, honestly, Batwoman is kind of garbage. Um, I also and also it's actually a great time right now to rewatch all of the MCU before WandaVision, which is also not sponsored, which is also on Disney Plus, and I know it's a big talk right now, but it's not sponsored. It's not sponsored. I'm just saying all of this. Alright, so WandaVision episode five will be on Friday. This Friday on Disney Plus. Um Godzilla will be coming out, I think, in March, March fifteenth, I think. And that's basically it, yeah. So one division episode five comes out this Friday, and you're wondering how do I know this? Well, one, um, my uncle is actually the storyboard artist for uh, one division, and he lets me know when it comes out. So yes, this Friday. Stay tuned. If you have Disney Plus, one division will be coming out this Friday. It's not sponsored. I just know this, and that's all I gotta say. Uh, you have anything else you want to wrap up for tonight? Um, you have a wonderful, wonderful day, Sean, and um, I'll catch you around uh, another day. Yeah, I'll catch you around too, everybody. Oh, by the way, please follow me on Twitter. I'm an artist. I do commissions. I do requests. Requests are always free. I'm out to draw things. I love to draw too. So I'll, I'll send you my link. I'll send you that link, Eduardo, right? So you can just post it in the description. Yep. Check out my Twitter page. I know I draw porn, which that's, that's exactly what it is, but I don't just draw that. I have good prices. Not very expensive, and I'll draw it for you digitally. Thank you, and have a good night. Okay, you have a wonderful day. This has been a special interview from 10. As always, good night.